The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 749 of Far Lands or Bust as we exit the previous episode's hidey hole. Secure it. And grab Wolfie. Do I need any? I should. I should chop down this tree. And then we will continue west towards these Far Lands that are somewhere out there in Minecraft Beta 173. You know what I gotta do is that. That's probably the best thing to do. All right, let's go. Let's go. Like I said, episode 749 for your Sunday, August 4th. Woo! Uh, Sunday, August... Hmm. I seem to have trapped myself on a bit of a precipice. Hey, I never put like a torch down on that hidey hole. Uh, Saturday, Sunday. It's Sunday. Sunday, August 4th, 2019. Being recorded on Saturday live on Twitch here, as we've been doing. That's dangerous. I shouldn't have done that. That's very dangerous. Did Wolfie make it all right? Looks like it. Um, yeah. You know what else we're doing? Getting lost. Getting stuck. Getting stuck on mountains here. Uh, but we're also raising money for direct relief charity over at farlandsorbust.com. Good gravy! What have I done? <laughs> Hold on, I need to navigate this... this danger zone here. And also keep in mind that Wolfie... is not the smartest. We'll probably take damage doing this. Yep. <laughs> As expected! Ah, <laughs> uh, woo! Look at this go! Oh, if this makes it all the way to the... oh, it won't. Thought I was gonna make it all the way to the sea. But it didn't. Farlandsbus.com is what I was getting at. Oh, weird. I've never seen mushrooms growing on sand before in this version of the game. Is that a thing? I mean, it's obviously a thing. It's happening right here. But is that supposed to be a thing? I thought they were only supposed to be on dirt. Huh. <laughs> I mean, it's totally trivial and like makes absolutely no difference to us whatsoever as far as the game is concerned. I wonder if I place a block here, will it, they all pop? Okay, these two did. Can I plant mushrooms on sand? I can. Weird. Very weird. All right, you guys just keep doing you. Don't don't uh don't give up on your dreams, sand mushrooms. Sorry, as I've been trying to say for the last three minutes or so. Farlandsbus.com. We're raising money for direct relief charity and currently up to 26,000. 26, That's a lot of money. $26,689.50. And our goal today, the goal changes every episode, but the goal today is $27,000. $822.80 because that's how many megabytes that our world save file is. So keep on donating. Keep on. Yep, I'm a professional. Keep on donating and I will keep on walking 
and it will be a, a back and forth, uh, 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 a leapfrog sort of situation, where hopefully, eventually, the donations overtake the world save, and then we will finally press F3 to see how far we've walked in over two years. This season has been going on for over two years. I wonder what the new number will be. Is it over four million? Maybe. Probably. Will we will we press F3 before we reach the next floating point rounding uh, uh, position error that makes the jitteriness double? Who knows? I, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. I'm, I'm really not making it any sort of dramatic or, or tantalizing <laughs> uh, marketing to, to the to the questions. It's just uh, just facts. <laughs> ah, Wolfie! I just fed you spoilers. Oh, that's a spawner. That's definitely a spawner. Can't see it. Don't care about it. Not gonna talk to it. Indeed. Indeed. Um, not much else has been new. I've been I've been streaming consistently for decent lengths of time. I'm no eight hours a day, ten hours a day type of streamer, but we've been getting up there. Twitch.tv slash Kurt J Mac. Plug plug, nudge nudge, wink wink. Uh, and we've been also taking questions from people who donate to Direct Relief, like Nick! Nick asks, What is the best thing about each place you've lived? What's the worst? Well, I've only lived in three places. Well, I mean, not counting, like, going away to college and living in the dorms, but I don't think that counts as life. <laughs> that does not count towards my life experiences. We'd like to forget about that. Um, but, yeah, the Chicagoland area, best thing? Obviously, like, family. That's where all my family is. I'm the only one, really, who's moved away. Um... Family's all there. I also, and I've mentioned this before, it feels like the people surrounding me. Like, just the people. I don't know what how to pronounce that. Not pronounce, but you know what I mean. Proclaim that. They're all Chicago people, like I am. It's the same sort of, and I'm a, just regional vibe that you, you kind of get. The sort of identity, the way, the, the pace of, of, like, life, and not even talk about, like, likes and dislikes and opinions or anything like that, but just, just, like, the general air of, of, like, you know, I can tell when I'm around somebody who's also from the Midwest or Chicago. Uh, it's it's just the kind of a I don't know what to call it. I don't know what to call it. Just a regional geographic sociological groupings. <laughs> I think um, 
as you could probably say the same thing about people from the East Coast or New York or, or the West Coast and LA and uh, people from the South uh, and all that stuff. Chicago has has as as kind of a, a forgotten large city. I feel like being in the Midwest, uh, a bit of a, a bit of that vibe. The old the old uh, the city of, of broad shoulders of of. Of, of of wide clavicles. <laughs> I don't know why it has to be physically represented, but uh, yeah, I think that I miss. They're not all nice, definitely. They're, it's not all good qualities, but uh, but yeah, there's that. Arizona. There's a lot of people from the Midwest in Arizona, like a lot of people from the Midwest in Arizona. Um, so there's that. Honestly, Arizona. I miss the food. I've told you this before, but Phoenix and the general area is a great food town. I feel like a lot of creative and independent restaurateurs have ended up in Phoenix somehow. And there's this really good, like not any specific cuisine either, but just a mix of like breakfast places and, and taco places, barbecue and... and uh, you know, even even some, uh, you know, you're getting into special different cuisines, uh, uh, you know, Asian foods. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I still am not sure what that is about. Maybe people, a lot of people from the Midwest, obviously, from, from colder climates, but also from L.A. I feel like a lot of people ended up in L.A. and it, like, Got, they got pushed out by high rents or uh, by the, they didn't like the vibe, so they ended up in Phoenix. And, and that led to a lot of just, like, good good food places. Also, it's, like, year-round. Like, uh, there's, there's a year-round. There's not, like, a, a, a season that is good for going out and getting stuff. It's a year-round thing that helps. Um, so, yeah. Also, the very convenient... Uh, road system and highways that mean not not that there's no traffic, but the least frustrating traffic and the easily easiest to avoid rush hours I've ever experienced are in Phoenix. <laughs> um, and then Seattle, definitely the nature and the surrounding hiking. There is some of that in Phoenix, but you had to really get out and like get you know drive hours up to Sedona or 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 out east into the mountains to get into the real good stuff. But here in in the Seattle area in Washington State, the PNW, fantastic, fantastic for for hiking and outdoors and things like that. You got mountains, you got water, you got islands, ferries, and. Uh, wizards and fairies and all those things. <laughs> but, uh, ooh, that looks like that's going to be interesting. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. How did I miss that? Look at that floating island. Speaking of islands and fairies. Right, Wolfie? I'm going to have to feed you again, aren't I? Because I just have a feeling that this next section of land is going to be a little bit turbulent. The worst things, uh, I'm trying to like, 
I feel like the weather aspect is just too default. Like, oh, Chicago, the cold and the winters. Ugh. And, and then the summers are super humid. Like, I feel like that's too default of a thing to complain about or say is the worst of a place. Um, it's like Phoenix. Oh, it's 118 degrees in the summer. <laughs> uh, or Seattle. Oh, like the days last four hours in the winter and everybody is sad and gloomy and wants to stop living. <laughs> There's all that that you can say about it. Um, Chicago? Man, the traffic's pretty bad in Chicago. Not as bad as Seattle, though. I will say, and I noticed this before, it's the anger and aggression of the drivers. And people have told me that, like, oh yeah, you are from Chicago, just based on the way I drive. Um, it's, it's, it's like life or death. As opposed to, I think the easy, like, the most easygoing drivers, and I think that kind of spills over a little bit into Seattle, I've ever encountered is is in the Portland and Oregon area where like everybody drives at or below the speed limit and uh, and then from contrast going back home everybody's like I'm gonna murder you and your entire family if you don't get out of my way <laughs> um, and then of course there's Phoenix where they it's there's nothing nothing uh, nothing to say about the traffic or the drivers until it is anything other than sunny out. If there, if it's a cloudy, overcast day, if it, there's even the slightest bit of rain uh, or wind, everybody freaks out, <laughs> and and there's accidents abounds. Look at this pack of wolves! Look at this pack of wolves! Woof! Um, sorry, I'm just trying to think of, like, the best and worst things. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It, it might just be that the weather in Chicago... Whoa! I suppose... Hey, I suppose, uh... Unless you live in or right near downtown Chicago, the suburbs of Chicago are very bland and boring and chain restaurants and there isn't much to do out in the suburbs which is where I lived and grew up. Um, downtown, I like Chicago as a city although I wouldn't ever want to live there. The downtown area is nice and a way to avoid that but yeah the suburbs are very... like if, if, you've, ever, if you've ever seen Office Space the movie they nailed the metro, suburban, uh, you know, the apartments, the, the, uh, the, the corporate, uh, uh, office building, uh, setup, um, you know, <laughs> the chilies, the pieces of flair, like that, that, that was very much my childhood and growing up in the suburbs of Chicago. A distinct lack of culture, I suppose you could call it. Um, Arizona? Uh, again, the weather. Um, the fact that it, the entire city, is is a bit like an outdoor mall. Phoenix. And that's mostly because it is, it is a, a, a snowbird, a... a 
a seasonal town where like the population doubles between uh, January and March and April. Um, and then beyond that, it's a ghost town. Um, there's there's palm trees everywhere. It's it's a good place to vacation, but it's hard it's hard to live in like a a resort town. It's uh, uh there there's that kind of sterile vibe to the city, despite like I said having good restaurants and 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 having very good weather for the majority of the year. Um, there was that vibe. And then Seattle? Sure, the traffic. I could talk about the traffic. And similarly, there's no there's no way to get anywhere. There's no way to get anywhere. Like from point A to point B, it's it's like you can't just hop on you just can't hop on the Eisenhower and make it to downtown Chicago. It's like, well, there's a whole bunch of lakes in the way and and, and the roads. Uh, they don't. They just go like north-south. There's really no east-west, and uh, I think it's that lack of simple travel that makes the traffic even worse. Um, uh, I, 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 hmm. There's also like everybody. T obviously, the rent, <laughs> the the absolutely inflated and overpriced cost of living uh, is pretty terrible, as well as. It has been spurred on by the the tech, the tech conglomerates in the area. Your your Amazons and Microsofts and whatever. Um, but also, it's uh, there. I hmm. There's some good restaurants, but it is very. If you don't like fish and if you're not wild about Asian cuisine. You're gonna you're gonna be having slim pickings, is what I've found, and I am not any of those things. So that's kind of the problem with Seattle. I feel like maybe I also I do miss thunder. Speaking of weather's, I miss weather's. Who's weather's? <laughs> um, speaking of weather, I do miss like thunderstorms. It is very. What's the word I'm looking for? It's very. Samey. <laughs> like even the temperature during the day is not much off of 10 degrees of the temperature at night. And it just and it really sets in in the winter when the samey weather is clouds, darkness, drizzle. It's not even a good rain. It's not even a good windy rainstorm. It's just drizzle. It's just damp and wet. Um temperate, I suppose. Yeah, it's just it's it's a lot of the same. I miss a good thunderstorm rolling through uh, like in the Chicago area. Of course there was also then the threat of tornadoes and stuff like that, but uh... So yeah, man, I talked about that for a long time, didn't I? Nick, thank you very much for that donation and question. Mundane, that's a good word. Like, there's weather and it happens, but it happens so... With with a with a mundanity, a, a bleakness, a banality to it all <laughs> is a good way to put it. And yeah, there was the the Seattle freeze. People who move to the Pacific Northwest and Seattle in particular, and expect to for it to totally revive and 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 spur their social lives, 
will be disappointed because there is the Seattle freeze where everybody and all your friends tell you to live here and move here, but then once you do, uh, you're completely left alone <laughs> and and uh, are ignored and abandoned because you're an outsider. I think that's probably more, uh, more uh, prominent if you move to the city and are expecting living, big city living to be a a big thing, but, uh, but yeah, have I, is that enough of that topic? <laughs> Two full Minecraft days? Here's another one that's going to take another full episode. Alan Zero asked, do you have any thoughts on the various revenue models that are now available to content creators, such as advertisements, subscriptions, Patreon, Sponsored, affiliate links, etc. Pros and cons. Question two. Now that you do the sponsored stuff, excuse me, <laughs> was A, there ever a time where I wouldn't have? Or B, is there suddenly, am I suddenly doing a lot of sponsored things? Uh, could I pay you to play a game? Perhaps it should have been a business inquiry. Um... Are you talking about bounties? That's just a Twitch thing. Uh, I, I don't even think that, that that wouldn't necessarily... I wouldn't put that under... Sponsored. I mean, it is sponsored, but I wouldn't put that under... A, 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 like, like, when I think of doing sponsored ads, it would be like me directly working with a sponsor to feature a product or whatever, and I've never done that. Mainly because I, I don't reach out for those sorts of things. And I also don't respond to those sorts of inquiries. I get at least five a day. And the majority of them are for mobile games or some app or something that has, is trying to sell something that is no, no, you know, spam, basically. It's spam, but uh, they're, they're trying to get me to market for their product spam. Um, I mean, there's things that I could reply to, like there's a lot of like uh, independent, not independent, but you know what I mean. Uh, like, oh, we're a we're an agency and we we work with this company, this developer, this this this. Please respond, and we can add you to our list, and then we will let you know when advertising opportunities comes up, and then you'll be under contract through us, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm just like, I could do that, or I could not. And then I don't, and I just delete it. <laughs> uh, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. Uh, how do I get down without hurting myself here? Like that. Um... So what, what, the first part of that question was, what are my thoughts on the various revenue models? Well, I've always, I've, from the get-go, have been pretty quick to adopt various options. I remember I was one of the first, at least according to Patreon, when they told me I was one of the first 100 campaigns on Patreon. Um, because I definitely saw that advertising revenue 
not only did I always feel kind of icky about it, but it, it always, it, it was in steep decline and very unpredictable. And now it is, it's not just steep decline, it's declined. It's past tense, as far as YouTube ads are concerned. But similarly, if I run ads on Twitch uh, or, or whatever, it's the same sort of little, what, what little difference in effect it makes. Um, it's, uh, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts and I've, what the heck is this random chicken doing out here in the middle of nowhere, excuse? Random ice chicken. What are you doing? <laughs> just, you're just wandering the fields of glaciers. <laughs> what, a, what a weird guy. It's the ghost of Disco Stew coming to haunt me, no! Um... I, yeah, I, 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 like, I don't know that any, like, do I need to have an opinion or thoughts on this sort of thing? Um, I mean, I was even just joking. Very. Are you not going to take this pig, Wolfie? Just going to kiss it? There you go. No. There it is. Okay. <laughs> I thought he's just going to let him let him be. Uh, I was joking yesterday about how somebody said, I'm glad you didn't sell out to another platform in reference to the whole Mixer Ninja thing. And I'm like, no, no, don't get me wrong. If they if they had a good price and would like guarantee my, my survivable income for like the next six months to a year, I would, I would very much do that because then I wouldn't have to worry about advertising revenues, subscriber counts, minimum hours streamed to maintain an audience and support Patreon rewards and declining patron uh, uh, income, uh, those sorts of things, t-shirt sales or whatever. Um, that would be great. And then I feel like you would probably get much more consistent and happier content out of me. Look at this. I just noticed that this like tree has a has a this is a very separate bulb of leaves. <laughs> bulb. <laughs> I myself am a very separate bulb of leaves. <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, I mean I'm not against advertising, but I just I wouldn't ever take anything that didn't apply to me or even to a degree a product or game or whatever that I didn't like. I mean I've played games that I didn't like as a Twitch bounty and I I as and things like that but those I don't feel like those are endorsements. People know that I'm not endorsing this game. That it, it's it's more like, okay, they want your eyeballs, and they're going to give me a little bit of a sprinkle a little sugar on my, my my income in order to get the eyeballs, and we'll be able to have a good time playing what is potentially a horrible game or whatever. Can't say anything bad about it, but we sure can. Tongue-in-cheek, 
our way through it, can't we? Um, so yeah, I think, and, and it does, and even when I see ads, I've been seeing on Twitch, at least, I've been seeing ads for Bud Light, and I'm not a big fan of that. Why, why is an alcohol company advertising on a, on a video game site? Even though, yes, I know video games and viewership and my viewership is, is all of age, usually, mostly. It's not always the case. And also, no. <laughs> no thanks. So yeah, that... I, I wish there was a way through Twitch, like there is through YouTube, to exclude certain brands or, or topics of advertising that end up on my, on my platform. Um, so yeah, um... It, it, it's it's tough to say. It's really uh, a, a, a challenge. What's where's where's all the splashing? It's it's it's, it's an underground geyser. I'm genuinely confused. I want to investigate. Oh. Oh, it's a creeper. Oh, he's having a good time. Gotta go. <laughs> oh, we, we spoiled his sauna. His, his spa day. Oh, there's two! There was two of them! They were doing naughty, naughty things in the tub. That's not... Okay. Gotta go. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was pretty funny. Ah, and I hear a skeleton suddenly. Anyway... <laughs> um, so yeah, I've, I've used... I have affiliate links, obviously, through the Humble Store. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, through Amazon, which... Ooh, I haven't been a fan of Amazon recently. And what is that? You know, a lot of people, I, I can criticize Amazon, and then I always get a comment, a snarky comment back. Well, you work for Twitch. Blah, 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 blah. Owned by Amazon. It's tough these days to have any sort of 100% completely sterile and, and free of guilt scenarios uh, a, a way of making this work. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, and then you, then Alan Zero asked, could they pay me to play a game? Is it, like, your game? Or, or do you just want me to play a random game and you want to pay me to do so? <laughs> That's weird. I don't know how to answer that. That would be a business inquiry. But then again, like I do have like subscriber goals of like, I'll play this game again or I'll play Stardew Valley at 500 subscribers. Is that paying me to play that game or is that just a fun little incentive for more subscribers? I don't know. Uh, and we may never know. But, uh, but yeah, I try not to... It's one of those things that I could talk about at length, but I feel like at this point, it doesn't, it doesn't solve anything, it doesn't affect the vast majority of you as viewers. If you're viewing, like I've always said, just watching 
is incredibly helpful being a viewer number, regardless of whether or not you're 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 a lurker and you never and I never know your username or you just enjoy and things like that. If you wanna support and subscribe, find the best method, what you feel you get the most out of, whether it be Twitch, subscribing, Patreon, throwing a tip or a donation, uh, or whatever. If you get more satisfaction out of not supporting me directly and instead want to donate to the direct relief charity, please by all means do that. Um, buy a t-shirt, maybe you want something physical, buy a t-shirt. It, it, we can talk to we'll brew in the place about, and face, about what nets me the most at the end. But um, sitting there and talking about it and hesitating and, and not making it about the content and making it about the reward or the, 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 the monetary value ends up spoiling it. You know, it ends up, it ends up detracting from the point of what we're doing here. In deeds. Anonymous asked, how would you describe the awesomeness of alpacas? Hmm. Well, if if I would describe the awesomeness of alpacas as llama. Let's find a place to build the end of the episode hidey hole here. Uh, ooh, that little mound of dirt sounds good. Let's do that here and remind everybody barlandsofbus.com is not only where you can donate to Direct Relief Charity, but also where you can learn more about the series. I've been seeing a lot of comments on YouTube asking questions. How far are we? When are we going to press F3? Where can I buy some t-shirts? <laughs> Um, all of those answers and more can be found at farlandsorbus.com. Uh, and I appreciate everybody for your interest in following along. Please do continue to follow along. Uh, and think about donating to Direct Relief. Like I said, $27,822 is, is the current goal. And that's going to change because we just added a bunch of megabytes to the world save recording this episode. Oh, get, get on it. Get on it. <laughs> uh, let's make some beds. Up, 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 up. Beep, beep, beep. Woof. And bloink and bloink. And yeah, thank you, everybody. We had some, we had some very simple questions that I went on and on and on about. And we've ended up at the, at the same place we began. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. They were doing naughty, naughty things in the tub.